Welcome to the Hilltops Phoenix podcast, week commencing June 24, 2021. This week's headlines are first Stars of Young fundraiser, Cranfield Oval updates and busy weekend for quilters. Pick up the paper or head to hilltopsphoenix.com.au. We speak with Shannon Knoll about his latest show's new album and his love for country Australia. Lois Terry is this week's community champ. She chats about TLC's first Stars of Young fundraiser. The Hilltops Phoenix is a free community newspaper out every Thursday. It's found in newsagents, supermarkets, petrol stations, cafes and more. You have the opportunity to come along for the journey to success as we offer a variety of marketing solutions with a range of print, digital and podcasting advertising, monthly features and advertorial options. We're all about bringing the best out of our community with a positive attitude. This means involving community groups and businesses so we all survive and thrive. If you would like to let us know about your event, something the community needs to know about, or contribute a piece about your club, email the team at editor at hilltopsphoenix.com.au. What's on? Borua Makers and Growers Community Market is on Saturday from 9am to 1pm at the Old Courthouse Grounds in Marsden Street. LinkedIn Local for the Hilltops area at Burua X Services Club on Saturday. Schubert Yard, a celebration of Austrian chamber music at Young Regional School of Music on Tuesday, June 29 from 6pm, performed by the newly formed Pharrell Ensemble, tickets via Eventbrite. Young Minecraft Camp, June 28 to 30 at PCYC Young, from 9am to 4.30pm, Tickets via worldofminecraft.com.au The Young Farmers Markets are next Saturday, July 3rd from 9am at Anderson Park. Karen Baldwin Medium is at Young Services Club on Saturday, July 17 from 7.30. The Great Wiggly Road Trip Tour. Celebrating 30 years of wiggly fun, Emma, Lockie, Simon and Anthony will be at Young Services Club on June 27. I'm here with Lois Terry from TLC, who are a group taking part in the Stars of Young Cancer Council fundraiser. Hi, Lois. What is Stars of Young? Stars of Young, um, it's a popular fundraising campaign um, to raise money um, to and a lot of money, hopefully, uh, for the Cancer Council. Um, in their research and help people in our local community, which goes as far as Wagga, uh, Kudamandra, Gundagai, all around the area, Tamora. Yes, and, and it's a fun, a fun thing to do. We're actually going to be dancing in a competition, So, but mace, uh, mostly um, we're raising money for the Cancer Council. Why did you, Carmen and Tanya, want to be involved? So Tanya, myself and Carmen, I actually spoke to them last night and basically they said, well, number one, we're raising money for um, a most fantastic cause, which the Cancer Council. We've all all been affected personally. I mean, personally, I have in my um, own immediate family and um, doing this for my daughter. Uh, the other girl said, um, fun. Another one said, why wouldn't we? 
And um, my thing is we just wanted to be part of the community that's um, fundraising. Yeah, a few years back we endeavoured to um, help out with uh, bring our oncology unit to young and um, we had a big involvement in that. So it's our turn now to give back to the Cancer Council So um, for its vital services. So, we, yeah, so can't wait and we can't wait. We all members of the he- um, Hilltops Regional Theatre Company so we love to dance and perform. So we thought, why not? What is your fundraising goal? I would have to say our fundraising goal would be to raise as much money as we can. It's going to be very hard at this stage because there are a lot of people that will be performing in the Young Stars and are, everyone's going to be dipping out of the community. But um, mm-hmm. we are very excited about our first move which is um a movie night we've decided to have uh to raise money for the tlc group so we're having a mama mia night because we thought well and it's actually a sing-along so what happens is um they put the movie up on the screen and the words go along uh the bottom of the screen so the audience are able to sing and dance and um we also have a bit of a performance so we have a few surprises arriving um which are a little abba songs and dances um, we're going to be dressing up and also at that night we've got an auction which um a lot of people have donated lots of things um Balina clash have put their hand up terry brothers have put their hand up uh delta uh they're just to name a few skin logic um, we're, we're really excited. We've got six auction items and we've also got a raffle on the night. But the main thing is on the night that we've charged people to come into this movie and we want them to have a good time and support Cancer Council and TLC, of course. Yeah. It sounds like a really fun night. It's at the uh, Southern Cross Cinema yep. um, in Young and the tickets are $25. So we'll give a little bit of a plug out for that. Um, the right. numbers are growing dramatically every day so we have the best community in young so we're getting lots of support um it's a cold it's it's cold to come out you know in young as it is um in our region but we're hoping that we're going to get um we can seat 188 in that in that cinema so we're hoping for now that we and we have to be covid safe so we've got to worry about all of that sort of thing so we're, but we've got a little grazing box happening so it'll be it'll be lovely it'll be lovely night Despite the cold, once you get in the car and you arrive, then it's warm again. Uh, all the tickets for the um, Mamma Mia movie sing-along um, are available at the um, cinema itself, um, but you can go on to um, the Hearts site and you can book it online or you can just pop into the cinema in Young. Um, I'm happy to pick tickets up for people or whatever they would like. We're just there to raise money for this fantastic cause, I think, we might be the first uh, young stars to actually kick off any fundraising. So we're hoping that that's going to get the community going. Mm-hmm. So um, we're looking forward to a great night. So it starts at uh, 6.30 on the 1st of July. Who are some of the other people in the community taking part in this fantastic fundraiser? Uh, I actually have a list here. So if you'd like me just to read out um, the list, um, I can. Yeah. Um, we'll start off with Bridget O'Connor. Anthony Murphy, David Munley, he's another member of the Hilltops Regional Theatre Company, so David will be strutting his stuff, if you could say that. Jason Mm -hmm. Brown, Kim Holt, Karen Thornhill, Nick Duff, 
Tina Whitechurch, Tanya Carmen and myself and Belinda Allen. These are all really active members of the young community and we're all looking for, we had a launch um, the other night down at the SNC Club, so we got to meet all the the stars. So that was pretty exciting and everyone's very pumped about getting into this fundraising. Are you all confident in how you'll be able to perform on the night? I, I know you've started rehearsals. Of course. <laughs> of course we're confident. <laughs> Uh, well, just put it this way, we have started rehearsals. We've got a few little vocals happening, which we have a fantastic vocal coach in um, Lindville Roxburgh. She's jumped on board. If you've seen any of the photos in the Phoenix, you'll see that she's there. And um, so we're looking forward to working with Lindor just in something a little bit different. We, Because we've been on stage before, everyone thinks, oh, yes, you're theatre company members. Um, this is a whole new ball game to us. Um, none of us are dancers, as as none of the stars are. We'll be as confident as we possibly can, but our main objective to our little item is um, we want to look spectacular, Ash. So okay. we thought, well, we're just going to go all out with the costume. <laughs> so okay. people will obviously not look at our dance steps. <laughs> it's just, we just want to make it fun. And Absolutely. so, you know, we're looking about. forward to working with beautiful Leanne Sims. She's one of the coaches, so we're looking forward to, Dan, to you know, to working with her as well. Yeah. Is it Gabe Capra as well? Gabby Capra is one of the teachers. Yes, Gabby Capra is one of the teachers and um, also Leanne, Leanne Sims from the ballet school. So I think they're taking like half and half of the stars. So I'm not quite sure who's going with who, but um, we've only being told that we're going with Leanne and I feel that she might have her work made out for us, but everyone <laughs> says the same thing. So um, she's such a beautiful person and so is Gabby. So I think whatever teacher you get, they're just so good, these girls, you know, they give up all their time yeah. and, that, and they both, um, Gabby was very busy in her business and Leanne teaches as a ballet school. Yeah, it's just to do this besides all of that is, is fantastic and I think people should in the community should actually recognise those two girls yeah. uh, because there's a lot of work in teaching. Going on to the actual event, yeah. so you'll be rehearsing for the next few months. When will we see you finally on stage? Actually starting um, our dancing probably in our rehearsing in August, but to see us finally on stage, it's the 5th and 6th of November. To be honest, I don't have a lot of details on the final event. I have been to a couple of Young Stars events and they're absolutely fantastic. It's just a, the best night of the year. So you need to get tickets. It's a great cause. They have auctions and everything there, but it's it's just such a great cause. So this is really just all new to us so but I'm guessing well we will be judged not quite sure what the judges are not too serious from what the other performances I've seen but we're really looking forward to enjoying performing with all the other young stars so that that'll be fun too and um yeah and seeing what they do and and, and then I think we might be going to come together at, you know I'm not sure at the end we're not quite sure what's happening there yeah it's only and also time. they have a dinner so it, you know it'll be great that's yeah but the main thing is that young and community are actually raising money for the Cancer Council and um, I can't drive that home enough. So I'm, mm. I'm hoping that everyone will just, every time we ask them to buy a ticket, they will put their hand in their pocket. Oh, look, they're fantastic. And these are the things that the community actually don't, they don't realise that, that they are doing all of these things. 
So um, we need to support them. And without their support, and, you know, and even the research, um, they, they quote yeah. something like, you know, in, in 2035, the, the um, cervical cancer will be eradicated, you know, because of all these injections. And this is where all our money goes to. Um, yes. And I'm quite passionate about, especially, especially that, yeah, because it hits a little bit close to home. So um, mm. we fought a little fight with our daughter back in 2018. So, you know, that just pleases me so much to think that even that they mention that word and that it's going to be eradicated by then uh, mm. is fantastic with um, the injections and vaccines for the school-aged children, all due to Cancer Council in our yeah. local area. It's a great cause to support. And thank you for taking part, Lois. I look forward to seeing TLC on stage together. Tickets aren't on sale yet, but look out for In the Hilltops Phoenix. We'll be announcing it when they are. And watch all the spaces for all the other. Like this is going to be our first. um, We'll probably just take a step back and then everyone else will step in, all the other young stars for the the fundraising too. So, yeah. yeah, watch out for all the other stars and we're looking yeah. forward to working with everyone. It'll be fun. And, and for Christine Williams, who does a great job from the Cancer Council in, yes. uh, in Wagga. So, and I'd like to thank you for the opportunity uh, to actually speak to the community about all of this It's because it is very close to our hearts. There is not one person that would, hasn't been touched by cancer. Uh, so uh, let's just do our best and, and keep on keeping on with all the fundraising. Oh, thanks, Lois. That's so kind. I'm very happy to be speaking with inspirational Aussie singer Shannon Knoll. How are you, Shannon? I'm good, thanks, Fran. How are you? Yeah, really well. Thank you for your time. So we'd just like to talk about the tour. How's that going? Yeah, um, it's it's going it's going pretty well. You know, we've we've had a few solid weeks on the road, but six or eight on the road, and uh, we've got one off this weekend, which is great. But then. Mm. Back up to Queensland next week. Hope, hopefully, if we can make it up there with all the all the new stuff that's happening yeah. again in Sydney. So it always it's always a bit of a like you're juggling <laughs> a little mm-hmm. bit to see if Absolutely, you can make yeah. over the border and into into uh, other states. So, but other than that, it's been going really, really well. The responses have been really good, and yeah, it seems like um, everyone's been enjoying them. So it's been great. Awesome! It's lovely to have live music back. I'll just. What are you expecting expecting for the shows? Like you mentioned COVID and um, yeah. so do you think it will impact on the shows? Um, I mean, this next week, we've, we've the one we're trying to get done next week, uh, we've has tripped the switch and sort of been moved three times now, so, uh, or twice, I think. So really hoping to get that one done and because and, a lot of these shows uh, I've got on this year are, uh, shows from last year that <laughs> were yeah. postponed 12 months. So it's yeah. a little bit like Groundhog Year. <laughs> it but, oh, um, it um, is, yeah. Yeah. You know, we, we're hope, hoping to get them done and, and, and the crowds have been really good and, and uh, really responsive. Yeah, so I was just sat on a knife's edge to wonder if you're going to get another outbreak the week before it or something like that. So, um, But, you know, uh, we, we're, we're getting most of them done now, so it's, it's been really great to be able to get get something done <laughs> along the way. Well, uh, fingers crossed. Fingers crossed from us. What does it mean to be successful in entertainment as a country boy like yourself? It's very funny, actually. It's surprisingly, 
like farming in a way. You've got wow. a product. You've got a product. You're trying to uh, you're trying to sell out there, and you've got um, agents in the middle and <laughs> and things like that. So, apart from a totally opposite uh, polar opposites uh, in product, it's similar in the way that the business sort of thing's structured. But obviously, uh, growing up and born and bred in a farm was so entertainment was something that was you know we always loved to do and 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 play uh, acoustically together, my brothers, and, and, in, and in electric bands as well. But sort of, it was only just a hobby mostly, and, and we sort of just got a really lot of our own enjoyment out of it, and that's why we did it. So we just did it because we loved it. So um, to end up having that be uh, a sole income is, is, is wonderful, you know. So you get to um, you get to enjoy music every day, and, and um, yeah, but yes, there are times I miss the farm, though, <laughs> as you could imagine. <laughs> I'm sure anyone would accept you as a shearer's hand. <laughs> <laughs> the problem is I'm, I'm, I'm the shearer here, so <laughs> lucky I haven't got that many sheep, but so it's good. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yeah, so what do you miss about the bush? Yeah, uh, we're back out a little bit now. We're on some acreage now on, uh, on the Hume Highway just out of Sydney, uh-huh. which, is, which is really, really nice. It's pretty convenient too, you know, we've got a pretty – Quick access to uh, Canberra, Goulburn Way, and obviously Aubrey and and uh, and that, uh, Melbourne, Victoria that way too. Mm. Um, but also, it's it's about an hour back into the city, so an hour into the airport. And you know, sometimes where I used to live in the Shire, it'll take you an hour to get to the airport just because of the yeah. traffic and the traffic lights. So it reminds me a little bit of growing up at the farm here, you're just on a freeway and open road. You know what I mean? You might get a bit a bit of traffic here and there, but mm-hmm. you can actually you're not getting pulled up by traffic lights every every five seconds. So so it's really great to be back out on, on, a, on a little bit of uh, acreage out here at the moment. It's only a little hobby farming thing, but you can still um, go down the back and, and light, a, light a little campfire and, and sit around and have a cup of tea, which is which is fantastic. You'll never take the country out of the boy, even if you take the boy out of the country, right? <laughs> exactly right. That's right, 100%. <laughs> Has it changed your approach to music over the years, like not being in the country? Yeah, I don't think so. I don't think my approach to music uh, has changed. Uh, the, the always the love and the enjoyment for me is is the touring side of things in a live shows, you know. And 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 over the last few years, we're playing more and more festivals and more and more bigger gigs like that, like your Denny Ute Musters and and uh, and stuff like that, and and big big um, festivals like that, which is so much fun. Which I'm I'm really really enjoying. We played a few this year and. And, and there's just, yeah, there's so much fun. You get to catch up with people you haven't seen, uh, other artists and that sort of thing that you haven't seen for a while, which is always really great. And and also to, you know, to watch other artists' sets. Because um, I think we all go there for the one goal and that's to try and uh, give everyone a great time uh, and also enjoy ourselves uh, as well. So it's really great to to watch other, you know, blokes like, people I grew up listening to and, and buying albums of and things like that that uh, sometimes down on the same bill. I mean, we still get the odd, a few pub gigs here and there, which are the good old old pub rock shows, which are a yeah. lot of fun too. So, and then, of course, there's a few of the COVID ones where they're restricted numbers and, and we're doing them acoustically. So we're getting getting a really wide range of textures in within the shows this year, so that's, that's a really nice thing. Oh, yeah. Well, it must be nice for, I'd say, any artist to be back like if you've been playing, yeah. like you say, tour stages and then to be back in the pub. Yeah, no, it's great. It's, it's a lot of fun and, and people are, you know, definitely uh, been looking forward to getting out and having a good time, seeing some live, live music again. 
uh, going from the, some of the reactions that we've had over the last sort of six months. It's been really, really, really great. So you've got the new album out and yeah. why is Raw different to your previous releases? Well, it's sort of it's a completely acoustic album or semi-acoustic, so it's something I've never really done in a recording scenario before. They've always been full band, you know, all the bells and whistles, you know, your, uh, your percussion, bass, drums, keys, you know, back and vocals, or, or even though this has got back and vocals on it as well, though electric guitars, all that sort of stuff. So it's a really stripped back sort of set up with this album. It's been really nice because we've actually had to do a lot of these sort of acoustic shows due to COVID numbers. So it's, it's been great to be able to, to, whilst recording this album, also be, be actually performing a lot of these shows in the same, in the same way, you know. So this one's, yes, yeah, so it's, it's, it's fully well, semi-acoustic and it's, uh, and it's all the big songs that I've, I've done in the past in this format. So plus uh, a couple of covers from some bands that, that I've, I've uh, loved for years and years and also two uh, brand new originals in there as well, which are sort of yeah. in that acoustic sort of style as well. It's not a greatest hits just yet. That's what we're looking at. Thanks, mate. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's yeah. the acoustic singer the greatest hits. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, do you look to veteran singers like Jimmy Barnes and John Farnham as someone to aspire to? Oh, absolutely. You know, I, I was on tour with Jimmy one time and I said, um, so when do you start actually making some money out, out of this, mate? And he said, I'm only just starting to do it now. And I went, oh, crikey. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's just to them two guys are the, are the pinnacle uh, of Australian touring at the moment. I think that, you know, obviously they're the biggest and, and most successful that we've got and have been for a while going around. So, um, you know, every show they do is, you know, over at least most times over five, 6,000 people without mm-hmm. raising a sweat, which is wonderful, wonderful to see. I think it's great to see Australian acts headlining Australian festivals like the, uh, the the Red Hot Summer and things like that, and as well as uh, the Summer Sounds, that, the one I've been on with uh, all the guys from that, Richie Clapton and, and all those guys, mm-hmm. Wendy Matthews and all those guys. So it's, amazing. Uh, it's great to see Aussies headlining, you know, Australian tours um, and festivals, but I think, you know, Jimmy and, Jimmy and John are obviously what, you know, everyone would want to aspire to as a solo artist, I suppose, given... You know, they've, 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 had, they've worked so hard, they've released some amazing music over the years and thoroughly deserve to be doing exactly what they're doing now. You know, they've put, you know, probably 40 years into their careers. So I think, you know, they um, thoroughly deserve to be at, at, the, at the peak, at the place that they're at now, you know, and, and, and the levels of success that they're experiencing now, you know. So it would be nice, um, lovely to be down the track and, and be sort of, you know, in a similar vein, you know, with, with that sort of thing. So... Yeah, I definitely take a lot from those guys and every time I get the chance, I make sure that I'm, I uh, take it all in, you know, and watch and take notes. Yep. There's no doubt you'll be up. <laughs> that will be <laughs> you. <right>. <laughs> Are there any other musical influences that you're enjoying at the moment? Um, yeah, there's a bit of rock and roll stuff coming back now that, that, I, uh, that I enjoy. I, I'm sort of a big fan of, sadly, they've both passed. Um Chester Bennington and Chris Cornell, I was massive fans of those mm-hmm. internationally as vocalists. You know, they, they don't muck around. They're, they don't, they're real singers, you know. They really push. I mean, like Jimmy and Johnny as well, you know. They, they really push hard to get the, the notes and they're, and they're very powerful voices, which is, which is um, my favourite t- uh, type of singing, you know. So that's what I've sort of been 
uh, listened to a lot of their, those guys um, over the last probably six months, I suppose. But I've always had that bit of a rock and roll flavour in, in my taste in what I like in music. So I think that's why, you know, chisel and bands like that have always been sort of at the top of the list for me, I suppose. Speaking country again, has the resilience of Aussies after the droughts and fires and uh, now pandemic inspired any new work? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know. I sort of, I, th- I thought to myself during this pandemic last year that there'd be a million people coming out with, with COVID nineteen songs. Mm. So I just thought I, I didn't really, because it's been really hard to write too. Because like there was a gig I had to do, I did in Darwin late last year and half the band was in inner Sydney and they were all in hot spots. So I had to take a whole new band out to, up to Darwin and we got to rehearse in the hotel room the night before the gig. The gig oh. And I was a bit of a, you know, it was pretty crazy. I kept my, my brother still drum because he lives out out uh, in Forbes, out in the bush. So yeah. he was uh, he was all good. And then so but the rest of the boys were sort of, yeah, just, just all in. They rehearsed so much. So it's been really hard in that aspect to try and get into do writing sessions and things like that because mm-hmm. I like, oh, like this weekend here, Queensland border put a, a ban on anyone from inner Sydney to, to go up anywhere near, over the Queensland border. So I'm a bit wary of that sort of stuff at the moment. Oh, and because we had we booked so many shows last year that never got done, so I just wanted to put this this uh, year right into the touring side of things and really focus on that and, and try and do a bit of writing along the way if it uh, fit with the, with the touring side of things. So that was what was so great about getting the album Raw done the end of last year so we could release it this year and have some new material out and then focus on the touring for a bit and then uh, get stuck into a new album mid to to the end of this year. Do you have any advice for country entertainers who are looking to break through? Yeah, I, I mean, I think the biggest thing is you just, you just got to play. You got to play in front of people and, and hone your craft. Mm-hmm. It's not just getting up there and singing to a crowd. I think it's, it's a lot more to do with reading the crowd, seeing what songs are going to work and, You've also got to always calculate this whilst you're performing too. So talk about he said men can't multitask. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I'm sort of looking at the set list going, well, that's out, that's not going to work tonight. Uh, that I'll put this one back in. So I think, you know, having that comfortability on stage from just being on stage, you know, I think you've got yeah. to learn how to perform. It's not just singing and playing, it's performing as well and yeah. pervading that emotion that is within the song as well. So the more you get comfortable with that, the better, I think, is, is one bit of advice I'd give uh, up-and-comers. And another one would be just write. Write as much as you can. The more songs you write, you know, the closer you're going to get to writing the, the best song of your life and, and then, you know, whatever more after that. So I think um, there's so many different ways of writing and, and, and each their own with it, you know what I mean? But you just, you've just got to try and keep writing and keep, Keep performing, but you know, if you're a little bit shy, start off at uh, family barbecues or something like that in a, in a safe, in a, you know, comfortable environment, and then mm-hmm. moving on to you know community events or whatever, or footy presentation nights or mm-hmm. anything like that, just to just to build your your uh, time on stage performing. Yeah. Do you still get nervous? I do a little bit. Yeah, it's sort of a cross between nerves and anxious. I want to, once I know mm-hmm. I'll be right once I get up there, and also once I start singing and I know where, where my voice is at. I mean, I warm it up properly before a show, but it's sort of I really want to do the best I can uh, with every show every time. So it's always a nice feeling when I know that my voice is there and I'm going to be able to hit all the notes that I want to go after and I'm going to hit them clearly and strongly. So it's always a little bit of 
because I sing really hard uh, and, yeah, and it, sort of yeah. takes, it takes a bit of wear and tear on it. So I like to, it's nice to know that it's, that it's there and it's going to, uh, it's going to make it through the set, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Where will we be seeing you next? Well, next weekend when- I'm in, try and trip the switch next weekend. Uh, that's in, that's in Ipswich. In at the Bridge Hotel, I've got a few shows in there coming up as well. But everything's at channelnoll.com.au, all the tour dates. So mm-hmm. that'll catch them all on there. There's there's a fair few lined up for the rest of the year. So uh, fingers crossed Great. we can get to Fantastic. do them. Fantastic. So is that the best place to get tickets? Uh, yeah, there should be a link there, mate. Otherwise, it'll it'll just uh, let, uh, you just get in top contact with the venue. So Fantastic. Venue you and how do we keep up with you? T- uh, tag. Is Nolsey on uh, Instagram and Twitter and, and um, Shannon Noll fa- Facebook page as well. So they're, they're all linked. And I've, I've even busted into the TikTok world. Have you? Uh, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I didn't know. I didn't see that in my research. Uh, yeah, no, there's a bit of a TikTok page there. So it's, it's a little bit of fun. Check that out. It is fun, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's, not many, there's no uh, videos of me doing <laughs> doing that's, to come. that's to yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. My kids said if you we catch you doing that, that's it. We're out. <laughs> well, you might need to take them on as like um they could manage your you can have social media yeah. managers. Absolutely, yeah. The TikTok, the TikTok manager kids. <laughs> <laughs> Keep absolutely. it in the family. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> All right. Well, thank you for your time, Shannon. No have a great day. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Roundbox Media is an international communications agency with bases in Australia, Asia and the UK. The Australian arm offers publishing, strategy and marketing, public relations, podcasting, video, direct marketing and design solutions. Visit www.roundboxmedia.com.au or contact us on 0416 737 625.